light in the dark, though barely a spark, hangs above as yet another night falls. The clock strikes half twelve, and I think to myself, why won't somebody change that fucking light bulb? In the back of the room, an old man plays a tune, but you think that he had cotton in his ears. That stain on the floor seems worse than before. I've got no clue why we keep coming back here. One look to the side, and we all raise them high, awaiting what we know is bound to follow. We sing and buy or die, until we're gonna try, and we'll ask them for the same again tomorrow. Could forget a complex affair with this den of despair. It's a never-ending cycle of regress. But we'll be back tonight, and I can't tell you why. But any other pub is hard to swallow. We'll sing and buy more media has an agenda that they're going to serve. I don't know who's in charge of it or what it is, if it's like a headless monster. Why? This is a question. Walking backwards. Walking backwards. Yeah. Something sacred. I don't know the names of the creep songs. Those Running in circles. Just pop in and let play. Sea of glass. The flight and the fall. I love Ozzy. <laughs> I think he's the true definition of a rock star. 
Anybody else have any interesting stories they don't want to come with This is Doug from after the fall. Hey, this is John Lane from the thriving tropics of Leechburg, Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania Rock Show, show featuring the best unsigned rock that Pennsylvania has to offer. What's up, everyone? You are tuned in to the Pennsylvania Rock Show, episode number 670, coming at you from parockshow.com, megarockradio.net, and 107.1 KFGDFM in St. Louis, Missouri, xrpradio.co.uk in the highlands of Scotland, Glasgow, on the beaches of San Diego, California, 
on RuderooRadio.com. In Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love on oldiesxl.com. Right here in the thriving metropolis of Leechburg, Pennsylvania on buildthescene.com. And in Pittsburgh on musicfromthe412.com where you can watch the video and listen to us on radio as well. And once again, this is episode number 670. Right before I came on live, you heard from two bands. Both tracks are brand new to the Pennsylvania Rock Show. The first one was the Kilmaine Saints. Um, I believe they're from Harrisburg. The song was called Same Again Tomorrow. And then we heard a brand new track to the show from the Shiners off their new album, 10, celebrating their 10-year anniversary. That one is called Slow With You. And with me tonight are two members of the band, Victoria Fire, Caitlin, Andy. What's up? I I since I've gone live, I try and rush everything and mess it all up. So that's kind of my signature now. (laughs) So far, so good. You're you're doing well. And and I hate editing video. And now I have to edit video constantly. It's terrible. (laughs) I know that's not. 670 that's 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 crazy man congrats i'm Thank impressed was, and the first one was september 14th 2004 wow <laughs> and if you take a moment later and go to the grassroots show on 97.7 the rock station go 97.7 rock.com go to programs click on the grassroots i was on their show yesterday and you can hear all about that stuff <laughs> sounds good so Anyway, <laughs> so I was talking to Rocky today, who just played a show with you guys. That's right. At Hard Rock. And um, I may have some things coming up from that show that are going to appear later. <laughs> oh, really? Uh-oh. Yeah. And both of you might be front and center in them. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> could be good or bad, yeah. It could be good or bad. So when, when I'm done interviewing you, stick around in the green room because it's you're going to see Caitlin's little segment, and then you're going to see your video of um of Let You Go, and then you're going to see what Andy did. What I did? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I don't even remember. It wasn't. It's funny, though. And I think Caitlin was cool. making fun of you during it. But <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. Great. If it wasn't her, it's somebody else in the band, so that's all good. <laughs> I probably make fun of you the least. <laughs> that's true. So I also had pulled up. I had all this stuff ready to go. Let me see if I still have it. I do. Perfect. I'm going to share it, and we're going to do this right off the bat so I, so that I can make it go away. <laughs> um. So what I want to do, I normally do this towards the end, but I want you to talk about your upcoming shows at the beginning, which is kind of weird. But let me see if I can get it. Where'd it go? It didn't share. That's interesting. Sorry, Andy okay, knows about my heart. <laughs> all right. Well, I had it, and it shared earlier, but it also won't let me change my background. So all kinds of fluky stuff going on. Anyway, do you, okay. do you know them off by heart? Can you really do it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we don't have a ton, but we have enough that, uh, you know, we're staying busy. Um, but, yeah, we have some good, really good ones coming up. We have uh, – next one is Millville Music Fest. We're excited yeah. to uh, – yeah, we're excited to be back there. We haven't – we played there. It was our actually our very first show as a band was Millville Music Fest 2019. Um, mm-hmm. So – you know, we're, we're pumped to get back there. I know, you know, the COVID and it just, you know, they, they switch bands around and stuff like that. So yeah, we're, we're happy to get back there. Uh, we're playing at three forty is our set time. Um, I think we're the third band at the VFW stage, um, which is coincidentally the same one that we played last time too, which yeah. is cool. Cause it was a cool little area. So um, yeah, it should be a, should be a great day there's you know lots of good bands going all day i know that uh, our friends nine stitch method are, are up right after us so that'll be fun um so yeah that's our next one coming up slightly here and um let's see june 17th we will be back we'll be at uh, mr smalls which we haven't played there for a while either um so yeah we're coming back there we're playing with our friends drown the deep and ghost light labyrinth 
Um, so that's that's going to be a fun one for sure. And uh, yeah, we're pumped to, to get back to Mr. Smalls. It's like I said, it's been a little while. So, and then the week after that, June twenty fourth, uh, we are uh, we'll be at the Bridge with uh, Shattered and um, Guides and Sarah Halter. So there are, good. There are zillion shows on that day. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's right in the middle of, of summer. So yeah, I'm sure everything's kicking at that point. So I am I am gonna be at um with music from the four one two. Um we're going to be at the PA Band Initiative Music Festival, which is at ooh, um the Beacon Hotel in Renfrew. Oh, and okay. and my wife is a vendor there too, so I'm gonna be going back and forth between two different vendor tables. It should be interesting. We'll be busy. <laughs> Yeah, you are a busy guy, but yeah, there's that's that day. There's so many, like they keep, I wish I could remember them because they keep popping up. I was like, Oh, I want to go. Oh, it's the 24th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's always what happens too. Like there's, yeah, there's always other shows that I want to see like when we have one and then, then there will be weekends where we don't have anything going on. And then there's no other shows like really that, that I, you know, I'm familiar with that. I, it's just crazy how it all kind of piles into the same day. It seems like, but but yeah, it's, I'm sure this this summer is going to be good though. Lots of good shows coming up, not just for us, but you know, just all around. So, um, and then said threw him off. Let's see how good he is. <laughs> oh yeah, July 22nd, um, we will be at the Squirrel Hill Sports Bar. Um, really looking forward to that one too because we're going to be playing with uh, three of three of our favorite bands. I think locally, um, Dragonfly Effects headlining. Um, we got Ira Vera. Um, they're out of Ohio. I'm, I'm good friends with, um, with, with those guys, with, with Nick, their singer, and um, also amplifiers, of course, you know, everybody knows them. So that's, that's the four bands. And yeah, it's going to be one hell of a show. I think I am. I do the Squirrel Hill sports bars website and some of their social media. So I've known about that one for a while. It's been posted on the site. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then um, it's also a First Angel Media show. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. I also, I'm all over that one. The tickets are very fancy and they look good. So yeah, two Um, more. Can you get them? Yeah, I can get them. Uh, We have August 19th. I think yeah, we're out at the Flying Pig in Salem, Ohio. Um, that's another show we're playing with our friends here. We actually Dragonfly Effect, I believe, will be there as well. So we're doing kind of back-to-back shows with both of those bands. And um, there's a couple other bands locally. Um, the Ear of the band has set that one up. So it's kind of their, uh, I think it's kind of their festival. And But, um, but yeah, we'll be doing that one. And uh, I think the only other one that we have confirmed for now is October 7th. Um, we are at Basement Transmissions, um, which is going to be a huge day. The the female it's being called Female Future Fest, um, which Storms Within, you know, uh, their production companies, kind of putting it all together. Erica, um, who I think, yeah, you've had her on, you had those guys on recently. Yep. Um, but yeah, they're doing a lot of great stuff, and yeah, she's putting, you know, they're putting this little festival together all day at Basement Transmissions in Erie, and um, you know, I think we have sixteen or eighteen. Uh, female featured bands, you know, either female fronted or there's, you know, female guitar player or female somewhere in the band. But yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be an awesome day of, uh, and there's, I think there's quite a few Pittsburgh bands coming up. Uh, as far as I know, Fall of, Fall of Me and uh, Anxiety at Best and a couple others, I think. So yeah, it should be a good time. Um, did you know that Follow Me singer Chelsea was a opera singer professionally before doing no. what she does now? Yeah. That's pretty no, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a cool transition. Yeah, it's a drastic change. <laughs> yeah, that would come in handy. I think that would come in handy. Sort of like a, you figure like, well, I don't know if Amy Lee was, I don't know if she wasn't necessarily like an opera singer, but had the... Um, it's funny that you brought her up because she told me that people always compare her to her, to Amy. Of course, yeah. But she's well, like, I don't think I sound like her. <laughs> but apparently, everybody else does. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had the, we haven't been able to play with them yet. We were, uh, we were talking to them. We just weren't able to do a show in February, I think. But uh, you know, hopefully, we will be putting some, you know, something together soon. But yeah, we'll we'll see them at the, the female feature fest for sure. So. 
So I'm going to ask you one, one more question here. I only wrote down one, but I asked a couple. <laughs> um, I'm going to make it a quick one, though, and then we're going to take a short break. Um, Kiss played in a bay in Australia to Great White Sharks, and Metallica played in a bubble in Antarctica. What non-standard venue would you like to play at? In a bay and a bubble. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> That's a really good question. I mean, I've never been on a cruise. I wouldn't mind doing the whole cruise ship thing, but I know that's kind of probably more for like tribute bands and cover bands and stuff, but um, that would be cool. Mm, something really odd. We need something like really odd, though. I, mean, I know that's not that odd, but um, that's the best I can think of for now. <laughs> gosh, that's to you, a good one. I know. I feel like I this like this should be like my forte because I'm just always thinking of weird things to do. Um, <laughs> You know, part of me is kind of thinking almost like somewhere in like water, like a swimming pool, but that, that might be a little tricky. I mean, I'm sure you can get like, you know, razors and things to stand on, but being submerged would probably be a little bit difficult. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a waterfall, like some type of like waterfall effect going on might be good. Maybe surrounded by um, like a lot of furry creatures and animals of some sort. <laughs> oh wow! So maybe something tropical. Maybe not a swimming pool, but maybe somewhere you know, like a tropical location. Maybe in the middle of the jungle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about. I don't know how we would be able to like plug in and everything, but um, generators. Generators, yeah. I'm, I'm confident that we, you know, we'd be able to figure it out. And Dean, our drummer, he's actually very handy with um, equipment and kind of makeshifting. Is that yeah, the right he, word? He, he so, breaks something up, yeah. He would, yes. I'm fully confident that he would. So let's go with the jungle. Okay. All right. So we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back with Victoria Fire.
Hi, so we are back. I forgot to mention the two songs we were going to listen to during that break. Um, so what you heard that I didn't mention ahead of time were um, Working Breed's new song, Deep End, off of their brand new Gaslighter um, album. I almost said EP, but it's 30 minutes, but there's like eight tracks on it. Um, so it's kind of gray area, right? It's enough tracks, but maybe not. <laughs> and then we listened to Victoria Fire, Let You Go. And this is what I should have warned you about ahead of time. Um, what I want is for you guys to do like an MTV Storytellers and tell me a little bit about that song. Yeah. What is I- that? <laughs> um, sorry, that that would be my bulldog Roscoe. Um, I thought that was him. I figured that was him. <laughs> he he snores pretty loudly. I I swear, like I said, I I don't have like a tiger in here. I, I promise. There, um, there was we had a mastiff snoring on the show a couple weeks ago too. So <laughs> oh, he, okay, he woke up. Um, <laughs> um, no, I guess so. You know, Let You Go is one of those songs. I think it definitely evolved um, and the lyrics changed a bit over time. But I think the the um, the general message behind the story, um, you know, has has been the same of being, you know, being in a situation where you are involved with um, someone that's just not a great person, like having a relationship with that person, whether it be like romantic, platonic, um, you know, someone you could say might be a narcissist and coming to terms with the fact that, you know, it it's time to let that person go. You get to that point where you're, you know, you're kind of like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Um, and really just coming to that realization of, um, you know, in order to, uh, to kind of move forward and to, to live happily, you just, sometimes you have to let those those people in your life go, which can be really, really difficult. Um, but yes, that's um, you know where the where the song evolved. Yeah, mu- music uh, like instrumentally, it's um, actually the first song me and Caitlin started working on uh, when we got together. Um, we were I it's pretty simple riff and structure at, at first and we were just trying to get like our first song together and, and get something, you know, we could work with. And uh, yeah, it was called low before. And yeah, this, I think you know, the themes are the same, but we definitely, mm-hmm. we've, we've, it's evolved a lot. We changed the, you know, when we started working in the studio with, with our producer, Lee Caruso. Um, hey, I know he, Lee. Yeah. You know, Lee, everybody knows Lee. Um, yeah. We, you know, we all worked uh, to, on kind of rewriting the melody a little bit and, and, yeah, Caitlin. So yeah, Caitlin came up with some great stuff there, and uh, you know, good harmonies and everything um, on the final version. So, um, and then instrumentally, like it's been kind of the base, same basic song, but I, you know, a lot of extra guitar layers, and uh, we rewrote the bridge and and uh, stuff like that. And yeah, so it's it, it evolved a lot over over time. But um, yeah, that one was actually the first one we started working on, really. So yeah, yeah. Is is that how the writing process works on all the songs, or is it kind of fluid? It's been a little mix of different things. Um, a lot of these first songs are, are some song skeletons that I've had for for a while. Um, some of them go back. Our, our one song, Haunted, which will be on our, our EP, actually goes back almost 10 years. It, I was going to put it on my... Well, Bill, you remember my solo EP that I put out a couple yep. years ago. Um, I still have this in rotation. <laughs> okay, good, good. <laughs> um, but yeah, almost made it to that. It was it was had a totally different song title, totally different um, like um, lyrics and everything. And then I wasn't it just wasn't really working for me uh, in the form. So I brought that one into the band and we we reworked it. And Caitlin came up completely different concept. Sam, <laughs> yeah, Please and it was awesome. Well, it was great because I mean, it's not something I would have ever thought of, and her her melody was much better, and her whole the lyrical content was better. So, um, I was glad that so we were kind of able to take that one and um, resurrect it, and uh, now it's you know it's going to end up on our on our first EP, but it's going to be you know the bones of it are about the kind of the same, but it's it's really it's another one that's completely a lot of things have changed in it over time. So. Back when bands used to come here and play live in this room, 
which happened until 2010. So six years worth. Um, there was Cage, which you, hmm, let me think. Wally, who used to be in scale until he passed away. He was the lead okay. singer. He was in Cage at that time. And um, they played a song. It was the very first time they ever played out. They played it in my living room. It was called Walls. And um, when it made it to the album, they had a completely different name. I can't remember what it is now. But <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that happens a lot. You know, so many, so many times more than probably anybody who's not, who's not intimately involved with the songs realizes. But, I mean, we even, we even put we even put low out as a, as a demo um, mm-hmm. three years ago, but we we've since taken it down because it's evolved so much and it's a different song now and obviously much better. So um, yeah. So we, we changed the name, we changed everything about it, but it, the, again, the bones of it are still the same, but yeah, there was a song um, stand down that, well, this is funny. This is interesting because, I came up with like a, with a vocal melody and then Andy came up with guitars to go behind it. So we did it that way. Um, but then when we went into the studio to work on it, um, the, the lyrics and the melody ended up changing a little bit anyway. So it's really like, it's just interesting how everything evolves from where it starts. It's, it's wild. Yeah, we, um, yeah, that's that's the. I think that's the only one we've really done that with so far. It usually starts with um, some guitar parts and stuff that I have, and then I, I send them to Caitlin, and I kind of work up like a a basic structure and throw some drum loops on. This was at least early on before the band really formed, and you know now we're now we're all kind of working together a lot more and everything. But um, that that's kind of how it initially started was just like song skeletons I throw together, send them to Caitlin, and but um, but yeah, stand down was one of the ones where. It kind of went the other way, but it was kind of cool. So hopefully you never know how it's going to start, but usually that, you know, you have some basic procedure, I guess. Sticking, sticking with the songwriting theme. If you could sit down and write a song with any songwriter in the history of the world, who would you want to sit down and write with? Wow. And usually I ask a DeLorean question. So the DeLorean sitting outside, if you need it. <laughs> I don't think I, I, go that, I don't think I'd go that far back. I don't know, Caitlin, who are you who are you gonna say? <sighs> hmm. Okay. I would say, you know, I'd actually probably really like to work and this is more so of just me being I think the interest in the band and I think they would be cool to hang out with, but would be Chevelle. I think I would just, they seem like cool guys to hang out with. Um, I like their music and because you, you never know what you're getting yourself into when you think about that. Like you could sit down and write a song with someone and they could be like, all right, we're doing it this way. And you know, so I could be completely wrong about this, but I'm like, they seem like pretty cool guys, like their music, like their jams. And um, yeah, I think that'll be my choice. Maybe a little too obvious, but I mean, I don't think anyone can argue as a guitar player. It'd be amazing to to just be able to jam with like John John Bonham and John Paul Jones. Because I mean, that's like, you know, the most killer rhythm section of all time. No offense to Corey and Dean, but, um, <laughs> you know, it'd just be, it'd be killer to, to, to play with those two guys. I mean, I wouldn't be able to keep up, but I'd try, you know, and we'd see what would happen, but it'd be, that'd be a blast. And um, I got to go with my, well, anybody who knows me, an obvious answer for me would be uh, Chino Marino. Um, yeah. Because like, he's one of my big influences. Deftones are one of my big influences and it. You know, I'd love to actually be in a room with, with him or even the other guys from Deftones and like see what the writing process is and how they're you know, pick their brains because they come up with such interesting stuff. And yeah, so probably nothing too off the wall there with, with either of those, but yeah, I mean, I have to go with that. Um, I'm trying to think of something I can ask to be quick. Um, how about an embarrassing moment? Something that happened on stage mm-hmm. while you were performing. We were asked that recently. I was trying to think of others. Um, I don't want to steal 
steal Corey's thunder because he used this one last time. But real quick, like when we used to play in a, a cover band, we had a singer. He would lo- he loved to start shit, and uh, he <laughs> we were playing in in Cleveland, and he was trying to rile up like the Cleveland Browns fans and starting fights. And like, it ended up where they were, were about to just <laughs> kill all of us. So he had to buy basically the whole bar drinks <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, to get us out of there safely. Yeah. I was in, I was in another band and our guitarist decided to have a few too many before we went on stage and, uh, ran into some issues and started, uh, Telling everyone off in the middle of the show. Um, luckily, there weren't a ton of people there, but I, I kind of wanted to just melt into the stage and disappear. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna take another break, and we'll come back for one one last segment with Caitlin and Andy from Victoria Fire. Um, what you're gonna hear now is a brand new track that has not been released yet, even though the DVE played it yesterday um, from Chip and the Charge Ups. And I think they're going for the longest title in the history of the world. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> Melina made us change the title of this song to fit in with the pop punk community. Well, that's the name. That's the name of the song. I love it. This rust eraser. These old khakis held up well. I'll bake her a batch of cookies. And the my best when I ring her bell. Yeah, I got a new neighbor. Cleanliness my sweater. I really need to make her mine. I want to be the boy next door to the girl. Victoria Fire, Caitlin, and Andy hanging out with me tonight. So I almost forgot I'm going to do this now so I don't forget. Music from 412 has been giving away two tickets to select concerts with Dresky Entertainment. But for some reason, we don't always get as many entries as we'd like. So tonight's concert, only one person entered, and it's for the drive-by, um, drive-by truckers. So instead of doing the wheel with one name on it, I'm just going to announce that Joe Rumpler 
won the tickets and she should keep an eye out on her email tonight for an email from Jessica Entertainment giving her the tickets. Um, Wednesday, Wednesday, I'm going to be recording um, the next PA Rock show early because I'm not going to be around next Monday. So we're giving away the next set of tickets Wednesday night. So you only have like 48 hours to enter. And that one is a singer-songwriter night at Jurgles featuring Billy Price, um, John Balin from um, Gene the Werewolf, um, Rick Wachowski, um Oh, I can't remember who else. But it very simple. You go go to our website, click on contests. Um, you click on the, the show you want to take a chance on tickets for. You share it, and you give us your email address. And the only thing we use the email address for is to send you the tickets if you win. Um, it doesn't get recorded anywhere. So you're not going to get anything from us. Cost you nothing. Just go fill it out so we can give some tickets away. Something <laughs> yeah, a good deal. Cool. Free tickets. Why not? Yeah. Awesome. Um, we gave away two tickets to yesterday's Lita Ford concert, too. Nice. That would have been good. Yeah. Lita Ford and Modern Fossils and a Common Crown. That was the. Um, all right. So I'm going to ask you the official build the scene question. I've probably asked at least Andy it before. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it is who's your Dave Grohl? In other words, who do you want to go up on stage with and perform one of their original songs? Caitlin, <laughs> who? Oh, yeah, I have to go first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably just Dave. I mean, probably Dave Grohl because he's awesome. At least, I mean, I'm. It's like you've never met the guy, but I feel like I've met the guy. He just ha- he just gives off that, um, you know, that vibe, just mm-hmm. full of goodness. I'll go with uh, Allison Chains. Um, you know, back in the lane lane days, that would have been no offense to Jerry, but it'd be yeah, it'd be great to. Well, I guess he'd be on the stage too, but yeah, to jump up and play. Play something from them because they were always, you know, one of one of my absolute favorites from from back in the day. So, um, and definitely like during the grunge heyday too. You know, when I, like in Seattle, maybe while the stuff was still kind of getting, you know, getting started, that would have been even cooler. I think to to kind of feel that vibe out there at the time. So. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but one of the music from the 412 sponsors is Vault Recording Studio. And um, okay. D- Dave Hillis, yeah. um, who was in on all of those grunge albums, yep. like he, he works at the Vault at the Vault now. And he also works sometimes. I can't remember the name of the studio Ta- that Lee's at. He, he works tonic. at Tonic, too. Yep. Yeah. He's a Tonic, too. So, yep. yeah, if you look him up, he's all over all those albums. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing that he's, yeah, he's in, t- sure. in town. Yeah, I interviewed him. I don't know what episode number, <laughs> but <laughs> if you go to buildascene.com, there is an episode where I do interview him, and um, he looked like a wizard, and I commented about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he pretty much is in his own way. So yeah, that's that's awesome. I'll have to go back and watch that. Um, I really haven't asked anything. Real off the wall yet? Oh, the pizza question. I haven't asked you about the pizza. <laughs> For some reason, I, I figured you would do that. I could. Yeah, I feel like I've seen you do if that. If you've been before. watching recently, it's been a. All right. So the question, Caitlin, since you made that face, is, <laughs> what is the best pizza you've had because you're a musician? So you have to. What were you in the studio? Were you on your way to a gig? Were you going to someone mm-hmm. else's show? Oh gosh. Um uh, probably I think when when I was actually no, I have the I, I changed my answer. Um the best pizza I think was when Andy and I first started playing together. And um we were jamming with a couple other guys. And it started out that we would just eat pizza every time we played. Um, and of course, like we didn't end up with the same lineup, but um, I, I started to realize. 
Sorry, you're probably thinking of Molly's in uh, Dormont here. Maybe that was it. Um, I feel like we, we ordered from there a lot. Then that would be it. And I realized I'm like, this cannot go on. Like, if we just eat pizza, like, every time, like, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to pass out. <laughs> but, it, you know, um, but I think, yeah, pizza, pizza. I'm always a fan of pizza. Yeah, and there's a really good place by Caitlin's, and um, what's on the main? Is it called JP's? Is that what it's called? Uh, Jay's. Yeah, I think it's Jay's. Maybe. Um, that I don't know. They definitely like, square yeah, pizza. Yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah, so my well, actually, so we live in McDonald, and my dad grew up here, and. So back when he was a kid, it, it was still, it was Jay's Pizza. It was like the original owner. And I guess they used the same recipe. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I can't compare it to like back then, but um, I hear it's still really good. Uh, I always liked when I used to live in Crafton, um, Portofino's in Crafton was really good. Um, but I like, I, I like all pizza. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, your question is probably like, you know, were you in another, playing at another city or something? And I can't think of any anywhere that, like, floored me to where like, I remember it. Um, but, I mean, as far as locally. See, it's kind of twofold. It is that it is that other city thing, but it's also where am I going to go buy pizza next? <laughs> well, over by... When I, I mean, whenever I, I get together with, if I get together with Corey sometimes and we jam at his place, I mean, I, we always get Ardolinos, um, which is ever in like, I think upper St. Clair area, but that's probably one of my favorites. So that's a great one. Um, if you, and this kind of happened to me in different scenario, but if you have a moment where someone that you kind of idolize in, in music is standing next to you and you can ask one question. Who's going to be standing next to you and what question are you going to ask? You got some good ones here today. <laughs> I know. I don't know. Like I, um... I, I hate to be, you know, I don't want to be redundant and use like the same, you know, all my same influences. I already used Allison chains, Led Zeppelin, Deftones. You know, those are some of my big ones. Um, I hate to be obvious again, but like, Probably just Jimi Hendrix, like, how did you – because, you know, before him, nobody really ever played like that. So it would be like, how did you just come up with, like, you know, how did you come up with this? (laughs) Because it really didn't exist in that form before then. So, you know, there's always a pioneer, and you'd have to ask the pioneer kind of – what was your inspiration? If if there wasn't anything really before this that – you know, so that to me, I'd probably go with that. Yeah, that's a tough one. I don't, I don't know. I was, I've always been a really big fan of Flyleaf and I had, I did have the chance to meet them, but um, it was like, I don't know. I got like a little starstruck and then I was afraid to talk and <laughs> they were also very quiet. So it was just one of those moments where it was like, okay. <laughs> I'd probably also, I'd probably also like try to talk to, you know, Ozzy or Tony Iommi or like somebody, the guys in Black Sabbath and like, I'd want to, I'd want to tour Birmingham and see like what, what conditions are like out or, or out like out there that made them, what drew them to coming up with the, you know, I mean, they're the godfathers of heavy metal. So like, what was so what was so bad about the, their lives or their area, area that made them, you know, kind of gravitate in that direction? That's you know, well, always kind Birmingham, of intrig- intrigued me too. It's kind of similar to what Pittsburgh yeah, was like back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's like it, it was an industrial town and yep. probably pretty smoky. And yeah, so I mean that's always intrigued me too. Like like I said, pioneers of things where it's like this didn't really exist in this yeah. form before you. You know, that's always interesting to me. All right. So I have one more quick question for you and then we're going to listen to one more track. And then on the video side, I have some videos for everybody to watch. Um, the question is, and I kind of hinted to it in the video, it's right there below Andy. Um, where can people find your band? 
Yeah, our main main site would be Facebook, Victoria Fire Band, and um, we are also on Instagram, Victoria Fire Band. Uh, those are our two main ones for now. Um, we are in the process of working on a website, so that should be available soon. Um, we'll certainly announce when we have that ready to go. But um, but yeah, those two main places for now, and uh, we're on you know we're on Spotify, we're on all of the streaming platforms as well. What you're going to hear on the radio side is a get-out-of-town band. This band is from Ohio, and they're called the Cult of Crowley, O-V, of. And the song is um, called Morphine Fever Dream. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me on episode 670. Yeah, Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us. You're welcome.
This episode of the Pennsylvania Rock Show has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more of the best on-sign rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.